welcome back to another episode. Today we have Jasmine Kadavid. Welcome to the show. Hey, what's up? Pumped to have you on. If, if you can, uh, start start our audience off with just a little bit more about you and what you do. Well, my name is Jasmine Kadavid. Um, I am a singer. I'm a model. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm multifaceted. I am also a mother. I'm the owner of Jazzy Rolling Papers and the Jazzy CBD. Uh, I was the first female in, you know, hip hop culture, definitely first model um, at that time who came out with her first cannabis strain. I had Jazzy Kush and I collabed with Corrupt and Dr. Zodiac and came out with um, Banana Moon Rocks. So I was the first girl who had that. Uh, Wiz was the first, you know, hip hop rapper influencer with the strain. Mm -hmm. And then I went to the CBD thing. So now I'm, I've been sticking with the CBD lines and um, yeah. Nice. All right. So uh, let's first talk about the weed stuff. And then I want to talk about when you were younger and how you got to where you are. But this is for uh, my personal uh, use. So I'm curious. I, I've been trying to find like a good like weed or CBD, whatever it is, that will consistently like chill, like a good weed that'll like chill me out. And the reason I ask this is because I get all different types, right? And sometimes I get this weed that like, I think it's sativa or something. And it actually will give me like anxiety or like mm -hmm. paranoia, but then there's like some weed that like is perfect. So do you have any feedback on that? I'm curious, like what yeah. would you recommend? Okay. So, um, well, you know, the classes are identified into like three. So they usually say sativa, hybrid or indica. And most of the time they say the sativas, you know, uplift you and they, you know, instead of putting you down and, you know, making you relax and go to sleep, sativa is more like an uppity, like you'll be high, but like you're more going. Um, and yeah. they say that indicas in the couch is how you put the <laughs> two together. Um, indicas yeah. are more for sleeping, relaxing and coming down. And then the hybrids, um, cookies, you know, cookies is mainly a hybrid. It's a sativa indica blend together. Um, mm -hmm. I just feel like I get higher with indicas and hybrids. I thought I tried, um, you know, sativas because throughout the day I'm smoking and smoking. And so I was like, well, sativas, if I want to be uppity and I don't want to be like dumb high, I'll smoke the sativas. And I tried it, but it, to me, like it wasn't, it was the same. I'm just getting high. So, um, you know, I did my research and really what people need to look into is the terpenes. So it really doesn't even matter if it's sativa or indica, it's the terpenes that are in the specific strand that you're gonna purchase. So mm. if you wanna look for something that's gonna help with anxiety, do some research in the terpenes of the strain that you're gonna buy and ask, ask. If you're at a dispensary, yeah. you know, um, you can ask them, say, hey, what terpenes would you recommend? I, you know, I'm dealing with anxiety or at nighttime, I wanna wind down. And they should be educated, the bud tenders should be educated enough to tell you, oh, well, this terpene is good for this. Got it, yeah, that makes sense. Cause I, I don't have any issues with like, being um like up and awake and all that what i need is that the nightcap like put me yeah. out so okay <laughs> got it that makes sense um so i know that you were you were born in miami area right mm -hmm. okay so when you were younger i always kind of like to start here is when you were younger did you see yourself at all where you are now or did did you have like a completely different picture well yeah, I definitely didn't see myself where I am right now. Like I never imagined that I would be like 
you know, Jasmine Kadavid, Jazzy, like in the, the cannabis culture like this, um, I never imagined that I would dive that deep into modeling and go that far with my modeling career. Um, music and entertainment, I, I kind of always knew that I was an entertainer. I was always, since a little kid, I was always like putting on shows and like, um, you know, singing songs for my family at family events. Um, and I was always like, you know, into sports. I was always, you know, the star and trying to like, just be the best. So I knew that, like, I knew I was going to be somebody. I knew that I was like, I had the like entertainment in me because I liked it. Um, I just didn't know, definitely didn't know that, like, this is where I would be. Okay. God, that makes sense. So when you were younger, I guess, what were the, what, what was like the pivotal moment, right? So it's like, so you always knew, but then like, obviously everybody goes through ups and downs, but then you probably hit a point where you were like, okay, I'm going down this direction. So like, was it music first or was it modeling first? Like what was the first thing that? The first thing um, for the start of my career was modeling and, um, Okay. Well, before the modeling, I kept getting, you know, different things into music. So I would have people around me. I would sing at church. I would be like, you know, um, the soloist and show choir. Uh, I, I would have like the, the main um, lead acting position in plays and stuff at school. Um, but then even after school, like I would have different people that would come in and out of my life that just always believed in me and would, you know, send me to vocal classes or like get me some equipment to try to keep me, you know, chasing my dreams. Um, so, no, you're fine. but you know, uh, then you end up, you know, having to just try to figure it out because you're on your own and, you know, you gotta, you know, just get a job and try to get by and like eat, you know? So you're not mm. thinking about like singing. You're thinking about how am I gonna, you know, get by? Like, how am I gonna be able to like, whatever, get a car or so. Um, so the modeling thing kind of just came on my lap. Like I took a photo shoot. Um, and I, I always say it was uh, MJ Flicks, but it might've been like, even with my mom, cause my mom was getting into photography. So I did like a photo shoot in the beach and like my first photo shoot I did, it kind of just took off. And at that time, social media, it wasn't, there was no like, like think my, I mean, not even MySpace, Twitter had just started, like Instagram was like about to start. So like, if you were a model on TV and you got booked for commercials, it was a big deal because you couldn't just go on the internet and see, you know, pretty girls and, you know, people on the TV. Mm -hmm. So that was like my first thing. And once I started getting um, booked, I was, I did like a lead role for a bottle and camera on the video. Mm -hmm. And that music video went pretty big. And um, then from that, it was just like a domino effect. I just kept getting booked and booked and booked. So did you have, um, and I'm just curious within these industries, because I feel like, like I, I work in the book industry, right? So we do like book publishing and book marketing. And a lot of times like artists, which I would classify in a sense, modeling is actually an art as well, right? So it's just, it's mm -hmm. just different types of art. Um, a lot of times artists are not the best marketers. So they need somebody to like help like with that side. So leading up to that, the question is like, did you have like a manager or like, where you were like discovered, like how did you keep growing? Um, meaning like, cause you were obviously doing the modeling. Did you handle the business side or did you have somebody helping with that? Yeah, I handled my whole career by myself. I had, oh, wow. I met different managers along the way, but 
Um, nothing was ever solid enough to really last. I, I worked with Dave True Story. Um, Dave True Story, you know, he brought up with um, Zoe Dollars out of Miami. He had a pretty, carried a pretty big name to himself. And we had a great relationship. We just couldn't um, come to agreement, you know, with contracts. And I'm very, um, you know, I'm very savvy and I'm very specific when it comes to my stuff. So I always had an attorney. Um, anytime that I had paperwork being presented to me, I always went through the paperwork with my, my attorney and made sure I understood um, what was going back and forth. And, um, you know, along the way, uh, just different people come in and out of your life and different people tell you, well, you're supposed to be like this and artist has to have this image. You gotta be like this. But I, me doing that and listening to other people, I wasn't really being true to myself and doing what I wanted to do. And I think that me being myself and doing what I wanted to do is what really took me off. Um, so I'm back at that. I'm back in that square one, you know, just doing what I want to do. You know, I feel like the momentum is good. It's going up. But in the beginning of my career, I wasn't even thinking about like marketing or how to put myself out there. What I was doing was just constantly being consistent. Anytime somebody asked me to shoot, anytime I had opportunity presented to me, I took it. I didn't sleep on any jobs that were offered to me. If it was just a little bit money, but it felt like it gave me more expo exposure, I would take it. And to me, that was the best uh, marketing plan and strategy that there is because I'm working with this person, now I'm tapping into their fans. Then I work with this company and now I'm tapping into their fans over there on the West Coast. Um, so that kind of made my marketing. I didn't have anybody help me and I didn't like, you know, have a PR or anything. So it's kind of like two things, it seems to me. So, and I think this is a big point because I think a lot of people that like would want to be maybe in the music industry, let's say it's like, you have to know someone or something like that. But I think the two things you just said there, if I um, extracted it correctly, is you took every opportunity kind of that was presented to you in the beginning. And also though, is just being true to yourself. Like that's really what it was. So it wasn't, um, cause the more that you speak your truth out into the world, then it's just the people that are meant to stay in your life will. And the people that aren't won't obviously. So, just kind of cool to hear that it was kind of just perseverance and then you kind of popped out on the other side. Now you said now you're square one again. So what, what exactly do you mean by that? Well, you know, um, artists and influencers and people in, that are public figures, you know, you always have like different periods because your fans follow you, you know, they see you at different times of your life. So, you know, I went through a stage where um, I was in relationships you know, I, uh, and then I went through a serious relationship. I had a child. Um, I was in that relationship for like, I don't know, three years. And during those three years, um, first the relationship and the pregnancy, but I worked through the whole thing. I was doing radio interviews. Where I would just have them positioned, you know, right here, basically like this. So yeah. nobody ever saw anything. I kind of kept it under wraps. Um, nobody even knew. A lot of people still don't know. Um, yeah. But even like right before I got into that relationship, it was a period where I'm listening to all these people and me not, me not being true to myself. I didn't release a lot of music or do the things that I really want to do because I'm trying to listen to different people to sign me here, sign me there. And I, you know, so um, last year, July, I lost both of my sisters to domestic violence and it kind of put like a fire burning inside of me. Um, that put me in a position that I just don't care anymore. And now it's like, I don't care what anybody else think. I'm back to, this is Jasmine Kadavid and what I want to do. 
uh, I want to release the song, boom, I'm going to release the song. I want to go here. I want to go there. This is the image I want to be. If I want to look this certain way, this is what I'm going to post. That's just what it is. And now I'm here, here, here. I'm back out of state. Uh, book me to perform, book me for an interview, book me for a podcast, you know, photo shoots, uh, features. So, yeah, it's interesting. It's, it's, yeah, I, I, I don't know what the I'm trying to actually work it out with you, like what the right type of way to say it is, because I think there's like a balance with like, you don't care what anybody thinks, which gives you power to then not like have anxiety or be nervous. But then also on the other side is like, is almost like a brand, right? And you don't ever want to like lie to like have a persona brand. But what I mean is like, there are some things I guess you could do that could negatively affect your brand that you wouldn't want it. You know what I mean? I don't know. I think I feel like there's maybe a balance, but at the same time, you never want to conflict with your, with your truthfulness. Um, and I think that's the most important. Um, and we can skip over this if, if you'd uh, like to, but I'm just like, so two, they're related to you, like your two sisters or like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. My and, and, blood, same mom, same dad. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And what, so, um, or I guess, uh, like they were what happened ultimately or so um my youngest sister they're uh, 19 and 20 years old my youngest sister uh ex-boyfriend he um he basically you know he went to my mom's house and you know he murdered them after he murdered them he went on the road drove up about five hours maybe in jacksonville where the police finally caught him and he killed himself um, wow very big story out in Florida. I mean, it's just affected so many people across the world. Um, my sisters, we, we did everything to try to prevent this tragedy. Uh, we had restraining orders against him. Uh, we filed so many police reports and they didn't do anything. They actually released him from jail because of COVID. Um, oh, wow. And two weeks after they released him, you know, he plotted and planned this. So. And I was, well, I guess because he committed suicide, but what what was the reasoning like for it? or he just had like a he couldn't take um yeah he was definitely mentally ill for sure yeah. um he had a track record we didn't know about it but you know his ex-girlfriend he had kidnapped her beat her up um mm. you know we, we didn't know about it he um he was just too upset that you know my sister was done with him like you know yeah. my mom had just bought this house they were not even living there for two weeks and she spent all this time. She finally had her own room, painting her walls, and she was done with him. And uh, he just couldn't take that. I see. I got you. Well, yeah, I'm really sorry to hear that. I was, I didn't know anything about this before um, hopping on. But um, so, okay, and that was only what, like a year ago? Or how long ago did you say that was? Uh, six months ago. So oh, six months. Oh, Wait. wow, okay. August, September, October, November, Okay, eight months ago. Okay, got it. So then you, I'm assuming, like, so from eight months ago till now, like, was there, uh, I guess, what what was it like overcoming that, like more of, because uh, it seems like you came out stronger the other end, obviously not worth your two sisters, but I'm just saying like, over eight months, it seems, uh, did you kind of take a period off and just reflect and then you kind of realize like, shit, life is short. Like I to be honest with you, yeah. Like right now that yeah. I just counted the months, I'm like, whoa, it's been eight months. Like I feel like so much has happened in these past eight months. 
And like I said, I, I, in where I'm at in my life right now, I put myself in a position. It might be subconsciously that I did this, but I put myself in a position that I'm booked every day. You know, mm. I've put myself in a place that I only have time to like think about the positive, think about sure. my daughters, you know, and remember my sisters in the light. Obviously, I still get sad a lot. You know, grief comes in waves, but mm. um, I, you know, I'm still overcoming it. It hasn't even been a year. You know, totally. Um, it's it's still fresh for me, but um, it did give me that fire, and that's what I was explaining. It's like it it created a fire in me that it's like no the time is now because I don't know if I'm going to be here tomorrow you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying and like I even have that perspective like when I'm meeting people and like now it's like if I like somebody and like I feel good around that person you know I'm just like going to take an opportunity and try to be around the person not like mm -hmm. you know beat around the bush and play in any type of mind games I'm just being straight out and forward with people out in business you know I gotta take every shot you know I'm, and I'm gonna miss every shot that I don't take so 100%. that that it definitely does do that to you you know it just gives you this fire and it's like I gotta go because I don't know if I'm gonna be here tomorrow a hundred percent yeah and that's actually kind of like one of the reasons I do this podcast because I I'm just a people person like I love connecting with people and with, with there's something about like an interview style where like, say if we met for coffee, like we would connect, but I don't know if we would get into as deep of questions as you get into on a podcast. I don't know what it is about a podcast, but maybe because it's recording <laughs> or something, but it like opens you up more than like a normal conversation in the beginning, at least, right? Obviously, when you become closer and closer and closer with somebody, I think conversations in private end up becoming deeper than a recorded conversation. But um Either way, I don't know, just an interesting observation. <laughs> um, so, okay, so then, so modeling and then music and then what what was it that got you into the uh, weed industry and CBD? Like, or, like what, why, why did you think that would be a good idea, I guess, is a question. Well, um, you know, like a lot of other cannabis brands and companies, it started in the streets. So, you know, I've been on my own since 14 years old. So as I, you know, got older and became professional and got into the actual industry, um, you know, TV and internet and stuff, like a lot of my fans were like, when the the, the weed thing um, started to come out, so Wiz came out with his. So then people were like, you should come out with your own strand. You should come out with your own strand. I actually, um, I have a song that I haven't released, but I have a police recording um, so that's like going to go into a song, but this was all stuff, you know, as a kid, things that I got into, you know, before that I was professional and doing things the right way. For so sure. That's how it started. Like, you know, people just kind of always knew me to be around it. <laughs> yeah. I feel when I was younger, well, some similar in some ways, <laughs> but obviously I'm assuming the person that you ran over is okay. Is now. Okay. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Yes. I was I feel like that was a good ending, but I, I might as well ask. Um, okay, so let's, so 14 though. So I didn't realize that. So 14, you're on your own. I guess, are there any, um, are there any stories that like come to mind? Like if I were to ask you like one or two wild stories when you were younger, obviously that was a pretty wild one. Well, that but. was definitely one. That was like, yeah, yeah, but, I was going to say um, that's a good one. <laughs> honestly, like I have so many stories and that's why I was really inclined to do this, um, you know, because one of my dreams as a child was I always wanted to go back and write a book. 
I just know mm. that, you know, my chapters aren't done being written. Mm. So like even last year with what happened with my sisters, like I just never imagined that this would be one of the chapters that I write, you know? Mm. Um, but I mean, my first fight, I was like 10 years old, right? And the, the girl that I fought, she's my sister. She's my best friend to this day. She's, we don't, we're not like related by blood, but she's been my best friend and we've known each other since we were nine years old, right? Um, but mm. she was my first fight, right? And I'm after school and I'm, there was like these girls that were older, they were in high school. So they're across the street and I'm hanging out with them. And um, the girl, she comes, her name is Susan, but they used to call her mama. You know, she was like the ghetto girl that everybody like respected. They're like, oh, it's mama. So mama, <laughs> she comes, she come over to us. She's like, am I allowed to curse? Yeah, yeah, anything goes. There? Right. I'm sure, yeah, I think so. What you doing talking to this puss asshole? <laughs> Okay. She about to get her ass whooped. If somebody's gonna get their ass whooped, it's not gonna be me. And I remember that because my mom had said that to me, like of a story from her school. But so I remembered it and I plugged it in, trying to be slick. You know, we go to fight in the neighborhood, but I'm an athlete. You know, like I'm cross country runner. This is this is easy. This is a walk in the park. Beam, beam, beam. She's bleeding. <laughs> she goes, walks away. She's like. Let me taste that blood. She wipes her face, tastes her own blood, goes to her book bag and takes out a knife. <laughs> We're 10 years old, okay? Oh my she God. out a knife and starts chasing me with a knife. And she's like, I'm gonna shake this whole <laughs> I'm like, this is my first fight. Is anybody gonna take the knife? I'm running. <laughs> We're going in circles. But yeah, that was, that was my first fight. She tried to shank me. <laughs> That's wild, 10 years old? Yeah. <laughs> Cross yeah, country. We're, we're, we're best friends to this day. Like we laugh about it sometimes still too. Yo, no lie. Here's my suggestion for your book. You should start, and I'm sure you have some other amazing stories, but th so th these are the ones that I know. This story, if you started off the book just like mid scene like that, that would draw attention. You know what I mean? Like it's like you like start <laughs> off with that. She tastes her own blood. She goes to her backpack. And like, <laughs> <laughs> and that's like where it starts, right? That's like the set st scene. <laughs> that is, that would be awesome. Um, oh my God, that's a good I, idea. I can't believe 10 years old. That's so wild. It, was it like a legit knife or like a butter knife? No, it was a real knife. Oh, wow. That's <laughs> wild. 10? And I'm like, why does she even have that? <laughs> like, <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, okay, maybe, like, you know, sh yeah, from the kitchen, we're a over butter here knife. Planning fights by the tree, meet you at the tree after school. You're bringing knives. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. We're having a picnic today, motherfucker. <laughs> okay, that's cool. Um, wow, that's wild. Okay, so, okay, so then, so that's an amazing story. Honestly, yeah, I want to do more of those then maybe at some point. That's cool. So then what was, with the with the CBD and the, and the weed business, what really... I guess, what was the accelerator, do you think? Like, so you start off, how did you market it is actually the question to, to grow it to what it is now. Cause I know that's like a big, in your profile on Instagram, that's kind of like the big, that's the main thing it seems like. Well, um, I think that it kind of sells itself. Me mm -hmm. being a female with, um, you know, the followers, the look, I do music, but, the fact that I have that, um, that that's what I represent and I'm not like, it's not ordinary. 
you know what I'm saying? Um, so like when people see that, it's kind of like, well, it's a no brainer. We want to bring her to the this weed show. We want to bring her to this convention. We, we want her to show up at this pop-up shop. Um, Got it. And again, every time I'm given an opportunity, I take it, you know, sometimes like in the beginning, like, especially when I just first started doing music, you know, if they said that I can come and perform at a, a high times cup, I'm like, you know, hell yeah, I'm there. So, um, you know, I was just always trying to be at anything that can help sell my brand. You know, if my brand can be a part of it and I can just come up and show face and sell my products, you know, I'd be there. Got it. And I think I saw on your Instagram, because today are you, you're coming back to, you live in Vegas, right? I think. No, I live in um, Boca in Florida now. Oh, you're back here. Oh, yeah. cool. All right. What's up, neighbor? All right. You're right up north a little bit. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the uh, but on the 17th, I think, or is there there's some sort of event I saw? Is that kind of is it related to that in a sense? Like, a, is it like a pop up event? Or you probably well, do actually it. the 17th. Um, I think that's at Take One Lounge in Miami. Oh, OK. I actually don't um, know what that is. Yeah yeah it's um it's a strip club nightclub so okay. i get booked a lot as like a the hip-hop artist so yeah. they'll book me to like perform or book me to walk through and basically it's a nightclub i just show up to the club they give me a section they give me bottles they pay me to come you know oh, i'll cool. call my friends and just have a good time and it, it promotes the club because if the, if people see that i'm gonna be there people that are my fans or you know maybe guys that want to see me you know they oh. come book tables and um you know it'll pack we'll pack the club out gotcha that makes sense and yeah you have a good amount of followers as well so that all makes sense i um i thought because i saw in one of your interviews that you were still in um vegas so i was just like oh she'll be in miami but we're neighbors so mm -hmm. sometimes <laughs> um okay cool and then i guess really the next question is like where are you what's the overarching goal so so modeling music which by the way i think it was your last song i listened to before we hopped on it's called in my feelings no is that, that if you let me is my last song oh okay in my feelings, in my feelings okay was pretty i like that song that one uh has a lot of soul in it is what i would say yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah that one's good i actually shot the video um in it as a dedication to my sisters um oh, really? so no, it promotes domestic violence. There's a tribute to my sisters at the end of the video for that song. Okay, that makes sense mm -hmm. because like I, I, when I was waiting for you to come on, I was listening to that and then I didn't get all the way to the end. So didn't see that part. Yeah. Um, but uh, the overarching goal, like where do you, where are you trying to go with everything? Is it like these three pillars, modeling music and then weed industry or is there anything else um, on the forefront? That, that you're trying to do oh i'm a hustler so yeah. if i'm ever presented an opportunity to make money i'm gonna take it you know so mm -hmm. um i i'm licensed in the state of florida in real estate um i flipped my first house at like the age of 21 i made like 115,000 on the first house that i got um so i kind of always liked real estate i like playing with money i like investing um mm -hmm. pfds our PFRs, purchasing future revenue, um, into that mm -hmm. too. So, um, you know, I'm I'm always opening like different horizons stuff. I really want to um, open a juice bar and a hot Pilates down here. Oops. Mm -hmm. Can you see me? Okay. 
I really yeah, want to open uh, a raw uh, pressed juice bar and a hot Pilates down here. I've always been into fitness. Me getting into modeling at first, I was a fitness model. I was okay. most athletic in the yearbook in school. Um, so people have always been inclined to want to work out with me. How do you, you know, look like this? How do you get your abs like that? Um, and then I'm just, I, I, I like, you know, healthy juices and I like eating good. So. Got it. Yeah. yeah, I can tell you this. I don't know about, I don't know Boca too well, but in Miami, that would definitely do well. There's uh, I don't, have you ever heard of Pura Vida before? I feel like I ate there last night. Oh, really? it's so good. If you did, yeah. you probably, because I was down there um, in Brickell, okay. like by the beach. Okay. That makes sense. You probably did. They're blowing up down here. Um, it's just, I don't know. They have juices. It's really good. Um, so yeah, what I want to do, I want to leave it to you. If there's anything, obviously we could talk about like your stories growing up and everything forever. Um, but if there's anything you want to share, uh, please do. And then also where can people stay connected with you? Like socials, website, um, and anything else as well. Well, for those of you that don't know and are not already following me, please follow me on all platforms at Jasmine Kadavid, at J-A-S-M-I-N-C-A-D-A-V-I-D. Um, you can go on the website, the Jazzy CBD, T-H-E-J-A-Z-Z-Y, CBD.com. On this website, you have all of your needs in flower, vape, edible, Delta 8 form, CBG form, and CBD form. Um, pre-rolls, hash, keef, anything that you can imagine. It's on the site. We wholesale everything and we can ship it straight to your business or to your home, whatever you like to purchase. Um, also Jazzy Rolling Papers are on the site. And I just dropped my song, If You Let Me. I've got an EP coming up um, June 15. It's called Chasing a High. And um, my single off of that is If You Let Me. I will be dropping the video soon. Um, but make sure you go download and stream my songs on all platforms. I am positive and 100% sure you will like it. And just stay tuned and follow me for everything that I've got upcoming. Perfect. And thanks for accepting the invitation to come on the show. Of course. Thank you for having me.